You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, I am so excited to be here with you. And you, you, you can't see me, but I'm pointing at you, the listener. We're ruining the title of this podcast <laughs> I, I know. by continuing to make it. Yeah, yeah we're, we are actually making the podcast week after week. And yeah, and we keep coming back. Honestly, if we had done one and failed, the, we nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Then That's it would the, have been. We have the we'll exact right name for a podcast. If we'd done two and right. failed, like we're still like in the money. <laughs> but, well, we've done two. But you and know what? More. We're doing other things. What, what? 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 What's your week been like? I mean, what? What? What's Dewey doing? Boy, let me tell you. <laughs> we're gonna get right into it. Actually, why I? Oh, yep. Dewey Cadell. Jump in. We'll never make it. Is money money like you you need it yeah 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 i am destitute uh i i don't have a trust fund um wait, i wait, had meant what? i had meant to set one up for myself i had wait but i oh. um i'm disappointed you know <laughs> this is uh the landlord that i have uh -huh. um expects that rent every month uh expects uh, uh me to pay it on time <laughs> on time yeah i know and in the right amount right it can't be some random amount it's got to be the one he wants and i i right this very moment i have a couple of jobs coming up right but not yet but no job right this second yeah no and you know you don't earn a lot when you don't have a job this is this is very true uh and i honestly I at times I'm not sure I'm I'm not sure I'm going to make it. You know what? There 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 are those weeks. I I've been there. And unemployment is is a big part of the actor life because what's we have it, what's it? Un, I'm sorry. It, it, it's it's called unemployment. Some people try to add an f in there, fun employment just because they're I don't know. They're they're on something. Honestly, the first version but, sounded really negative and the second one sounded really positive. I prefer the fun employment. Okay, fun employment. There we go. Okay. With actors, we, we have fun employment often because, you know, we'll, we'll work for a couple of months and then we won't work for a couple of months and I'm, then we'll work, you know. It's, I'm it's legit going to have to look into that. Yeah. I, I'm responsible for a human being now, uh, my wife, I, and she's responsible for herself as well, but, but you know, I've, I've... Well, and she's a little bit responsible for you. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a 50-50, right? No, you're right. And she's working today while I'm here doing this with oh, you. Oh, good. So she's got the job. Yeah. But uh, this, this uh, fun employment, uh, honestly, I've got free time. Might as well so have fun I, with it. I might as well look into it. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'll never make it, uh, Patrick. You know, you know, you know. For me, I'm I'm going to get even even further down into the nitty gritty. Oh, please do. Yeah. Why I'll never make it? Mm -hmm. Jealousy. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Jealousy is real oh, in this wow. business. Meaning that for 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 example, for example, I'll, I'll you know I I'll, I'll I'll be in audition with people that I see there. All you know, and I've. Like, oh, I, I saw them in a show the other night, or I saw them on TV, or I saw them in this commercial. Or, and I'm like, so I'm up against those people, and I'm like, why can't I be that person? Why can't I be those people? I watch a show, and I'm like, this is, what, this is who you cast? You, you realize I'm, I'm in the city. I, you could have called me, but they didn't. Yeah. So, so that, that, that jealousy is very real. It is very palpable and potent. I, I have a quick story on this. I, I was in an audition. For oh, what's the one where they all strip the workers strip the, the naked men. boys singing? No, well, okay. that's that is one of them. <laughs> but no, there's another one uh, that's like a, a, they're they're workers and they lose their jobs and so then they go and they oh, strip. Oh, Full Monty. 
full Monty. And I, and I, I had gone in for this audition, and I got a call back. And well, and I, you know, I, it was just an open call that I'd gone to, so getting a call back was a big deal. Yeah. But I had started this like weight loss program, just like a week or two before that initial um, audition, and the callback wasn't for like another month and a half. Right. And I showed up, and I get into the to this callback, and um, first of all, the first callback was just singing, and and doing some sides and and whatnot, and everyone else that went in, like we we called ourselves down, but I had actually uh, lost quite a bit of weight at this point in time, and these men were. Um, a full-sized man, and there's there's a part in the show that requires a larger man, right? And by God, uh, I I get called back again. Now this callback comes with a monitor from our union uh, because we have to strip in front of a, a a group of people behind a oh, table. Oh, oh, that's right. That is part of the audition. Yeah, yeah. we we learn a little dance. We have to strip in front of the these people. And is it full on nudity, like stripping, we, or, or uh, down we, to underwear? Down to down to our underwear right, for this right. particular call. Um, but uh, I walk into the room and I and I see uh, less men, but more, <laughs> you know, <laughs> bigger men. They, they were large men, and uh, and me, I had lost a little more weight at that point in time, and I, <laughs> I was so jealous. <laughs> I was so, so obscenely jealous of these large men for having the girth that they had, and I. Uh, I honestly, I think the the callback went poorly because I knew what I needed to look like, right? And I no longer looked like that, and these men still did. I'm assuming you did not book this job. I no, I didn't. Right, I right. didn't. And I'm I think I shot that. myself in the foot both by losing a little bit of weight, but also just knowing that I wasn't going to book it the yeah. moment I saw these people in this callback. Yeah. Um, no, I I, t- I totally get you though. I've I've been to those auditions where like this big name Broadway star goes in right before me. And I'm like, well, then why am I here? Because like, am, am I just here to make them look good or yeah. So it, 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 but, but yeah, so the jealousy is real, whether it's for looks or whether it's for opportunities, talent, whatever. But you, you, you asked, why are you here? Which takes us to why I'm still here. Yeah. So, so, I, so tell me, tell me, why are you here? I have a little monster inside of me. I uh, like a, it's a, it's a fully grown monster, but it's small. That's how it can live inside me. I can tell you, listeners, I've never seen this monster, so this is all news to me. I, I have to get up in front of people, and perform in some way, shape, or form. And if I don't, then that monster comes a knock. Okay, so you've got a need. I, I, it's, it, it's a need, it's a, it's a, it's a, what's the thing, that, that imperative, I feel like it's in sci-fi Impetus? It's, it's the, imper- it's the, my uh, raison d'etre, right? Like, I, I don't exist. Your prime directive. Thank you. And if, if I have gone two months without performing in some way, shape, or form, and it doesn't have to be a lot of people, uh, but I, I need to get up there and do this thing, and if I don't, like my in insides start to collapse, mm-hmm. uh, uh, mostly brain, but then that brain like controls a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, yeah. I have to get up in front of people and and act like a weirdo, and I I cannot help it. So I'm still here, not because of want or desire, <laughs> but because of this 
uh, what prime directive Th- yeah yeah this innate need within you that has to you know, no i know i've I'm, I'm right there with you because it's been at this point even though i've done you know it'll be like one day things here and there but i haven't had a show in three months and i'm just like i'm itching i am ready i'm like when's it coming so yeah. I, I i i'm totally with you totally with you on that well for me why i'm still here actually goes back to a couple of days ago uh, it, it was it was actually over over two days, but the variety with which of, of things that we get to do in this business. Mm. For example, I was at one audition where and 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 these were these were one was a commercial audition, one was a TV audition. For the commercial, I had to recreate the choreography from Dirty Dancing. Right. Oh yes. Right. Oh yes. I mean Patrick Swayze, full on hips, toe touches, and everything. Recreate it for the commercial. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So right. we 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 were brought in as a group, learned the choreography, and then two by two, us men came in and we had to seduce <laughs> the camera with the moves of Patrick Swayze. That was one audition. The next audition, the next day, I'm going in for no speaking role, but what it is is I was a pilot who was being doused with this black spray and melting. So I had to then in just this random office in, uh, you know, downtown, had to pretend and act like I was being melted alive and in agony (laughs) on camera. (laughs) Go. That that was the audition. So, so, yeah. So those two are are just two random auditions that I had, but that is the variety with which we have to... Just to be clear, the moment before you melted in agony, where where had you come from? Like, how did you get to this... To this off, this random office downtown. I de- I, de- I left home. I was on the subway, and then I'm walking out in the cold, and and you know bundled up, and I walked there, you know, go up the elevator in the in the office. And and how did you dress? How did you like? What did you wear to this? Well, now uh, uh, again, getting back to comparing myself, other men were dressed like pilots, you know, <laughs> with, with with the white shirt and the tie. Yeah. I was thinking a pilot. Well, pilot makes me think blue. I'm going to wear a blue collared shirt, so I just wore a blue. Sure. No, you work for Southwest, that's all. Right, right. So I've, I'm. Yeah, they don't have I to wear the jacket. They just they wear the blue shirt. Yeah, they just wear a blue shirt. Yeah. So that's what I wore. So, yeah, so that, that's what I was wearing, just a, a, blue, a blue shirt with a collar. Well, I, I, I like variety. I, I, I'm well aware of what you're talking about, but let, let's move on to our final segment. All right. Is it just me? All right, Dewey, I, I see it in your eyes. You have, you have something to say. I do. Parasites. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't know where this is going. I, I, am, I am an actor, mm-hmm. a performer in, in New York City, and all around me at all times are people who want money from me. Are you talking about the beggars or like other people? I'm talking, well, no, not the beggars. So they're passive. They're not parasites. They're, they're waiting for you to walk by them. Okay. Uh, I, I'm talking about whether it's uh, the, the websites we have to use, the uh, photographers we have to use for headshots, mm-hmm. the uh, coaches and classes and uh, the, the agent one-on-ones, uh, whether it's casting directors or 
or, or, or agents themselves. Sometimes we have to pay just to rehearse for a callback. Like we, we don't have the job, That's right. but we need to hire a pianist in order to come and play the music so we can learn the music and then hopefully maybe get the job. Acting is the most expensive way to be out of work. <laughs> that, I haven't heard it put so distinctly, succinctly, and so well. That was, that, that's it. That, I had, they are constant. It's a constant barrage of, you know, if you just spend this. Yeah. If you just make get it. this one extra piece to your, to your puzzle that is your career, you'll make it. Look, and I'm touching back on to the money thing, but this is the reverse side of it, right? Is, let's say you get your hands on a buck or two. Like, everybody knows it. And they find you because they mm-hmm. want that money from you. And I get that there's not a lot of pie to go around, especially in theater. Film and television, there's a little bit more. But everyone that's involved in it, in that process, either, and by the way, this is a lot of like actors who have turned and know that if they provide this one little niche thing mm-hmm. for $300, that you, you, they can sell it to like any sucker that walks on the street. Yeah. And by the way, that any sucker is me. Yeah. Because every time I see it, I go, if I just had that three hundred dollars, yeah, this this would this would do it. This yeah. would, this would take me over the edge. But I I don't ever have that three hundred dollars, so I've I've never actually been uh, truly faced with spending money like yeah. that. But uh, yeah, and not having a trust fund and being in this city with all of these ways to spend that trust fund is tough. You you will never make it. I I, I I'm I'm surprised I'm even talking to you. But. That's, yeah, that's purple, Patrick. <laughs> that's purple. No, but 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 you know what? I'm 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 going to get into. Is it just me, mm. or are there not enough hours in the day? I, I I honestly don't think there are. Yeah, I just don't think there are. There are not. I'm, we're we're you know we're we're recording this now. It's getting close to the weekend. Who knows when you'll listen to this? But for us, right here and now, it's getting close to the weekend. And I got a lot of stuff to do this weekend. That's right, you do. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's like a callback to get ready for. There's a class to get ready for. I also, I, I'm also in the process of planning a wedding myself. I'm, I, I have to list my apartment because I'm going to leave town because I'm going, because I actually do have a job coming up in a little more than a month. So just all this stuff is like, like it needs to happen this weekend. It yeah. just feels like, why, am, why have I been putting it off? It's got to happen this weekend. So there, and, and I was just writing down, I was just at an audition earlier and all I could think about was, oh my gosh, what, what, okay, I need to do that today, okay, and then just started on my phone, just writing down everything that I need to do, and it was, I had to put my phone away, like, <laughs> all right, what, what, why don't I get this audition done first, and yeah. then I'll move on to the next thing. It, 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 it can be overwhelming. Just making a list could be, I mean, that, that's another chore you've put yourself Yeah, yeah, in. it's like, yeah. now I have to make a list of all the things, because that's going to take its own time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, that's, that is so real. Yes. Uh, I, I, I have nothing going on, so I have plenty of hours in the day. But I, so I, you know what? That could be your service. You know, if if you want my money, you can, you can provide, provide that you. service. <laughs> well, you've got a job coming up. I'm ready to take that money okay, from you. That's great. Um, well, you know what? This this is a perfect segue into our guest because she's going to talk about all the things that she's done and has to do. <laughs> well, here she comes. Okay, we. We're back. Yeah, yeah. I am. I am. I, I can't tell you how excited I am because this. This is someone. This is someone that you know and have brought. I do know to the show, and I can't wait. Please introduce. Um, uh, boy, I how do I how do I introduce the unintroducible? 
uh, Grace McLean. That's me. Uh, of, of Grace McLean and Dim Apples fame, uh, of uh, fame on the Broadway, uh, of the off-Broadway, uh, and, and just of the all-around brilliance of artiste in this uh, theatrical uh, performance business uh, <laughs> that, that we're in here. And, and she is joining us in my living room. Yeah, she's in your home. Um, <laughs> welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Oh Absolutely. Gosh. Thank you, Grace. Thank you for that intro. Yeah, thank you for gracing us with your presence. Hey! I had to say it. I had it's to. good. Now, I, you know what? I like we, we had an episode where, where someone was, uh, did the Huey, Dewey, and Louie thing to me. So I oh, feel like that's our thing now is to like do the obvious joke about the person's name got immediately. To. Get it off. Thank God. Yeah. Get it well, out of there. If there's a dad joke to be had, I will say it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Patrick oh, brings that to this podcast. God. Full stop. That. Dad jokes. <laughs> hey, you know what? We all have something. We're not here to talk about you. I only have like oh, two oh, jokes. Oh, oh, right, right, right. This, this, this segment is now about Grace. Oh, yeah, okay. but we, Hi, we have just learned that she has two jokes. Uh, oh, oh, go for it. Yeah. What's one of them? Tell us the two jokes. Do you want, you want me to save one for later? Well, oh, it depends yes, yeah. on how racist it is. <laughs> I assume it's racist, but, but maybe not. Well, that is me. Um, okay, I'll start. <laughs> it's not her. Just I'll to be clear, because the, uh... there are a lot of people listening to this that won't actually know. It's not me. Oh, that's right. that's, this might be the first episode they're listening to. Her, so she's not racist. But please, go ahead. Okay, I'm going to do the daddier of the jokes. Smart. Good. Um, so a bear walks into a bar, and the bartender says, hey, what do you have? And the bear says, I'll have a gin and tonic. And the bartender says, all right, what's with the big paws? The bear says, I've, I've had them all my life. Thank you yes! so much. Jesus. The first of my two jokes. I, I, did, I, I, I honestly did. <laughs> what a surprise <laughs> that joke was. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Good times. Um, all right. Before we get this thing rolling, uh, Grace. We should start all these interview segments with a joke. Okay. That, that, that may be a new thing we do. I all right. It. All right. I'm going to write this down. Yeah. Um, he writes things down all the time. I'm not writing this down. Grace, <laughs> uh, Grace is, uh, she's got albums out that you can go and listen to. Yeah, uh, there's, there's a lot of ways uh, that if you want to find out more about uh, this hilarious comedian. Oh, let's no. find out about How? her. Yeah. Well, how how can they oh, right. how can they find you first well, and foremost? Let's get that out there in case people immediately stop listening. www.gracemclean.com. You better spell that last name because oh, that thank be. you so much. There are yeah, so many ways you could do it. It's G R A C E M C L E A N. Thank you so that much. Sounds like a song. G R C E. There's there's a song in there. <laughs> that I'm wasn't the song. Though. I don't think no, that no, was no, that wasn't something. a song. I'm saying there is a song. I'll figure it out. No, I, I haven't found it, but there is a song. <laughs> There's got to be. I'll make a song of my name. Um, no, I do. This is not a real thing, but it's a thing that my fiance and I like to say is we have a band called Meat Balloon. Um, and um, I, I love that it could be that could be inspired by the image of a, a whale carcass deteriorating on a beach. OK. A meat balloon. Oh, wow. Um so I, I feel like I feel like the music that comes out of a whale carcass uh, expanding on yeah. a beach, a dead whale carcass, like that that music. It's funky. 
So it's very descriptive <laughs> of what the music will eventually be. Yeah. Well, I got to yeah. tell you, our ideas for the music are like, we've got a song that's just endings. Like, it's just like, ba ba da bo bow ba da ba da bo bo Jing, 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 jing. That's the whole song. We've got another song that's just tuning <laughs> and maybe banter. That's the song. Um, uh, so where, where, where do the ideas then for these songs come from? Is it just really just random stream of consciousness? Like, oh. Absolutely. Just, yeah. um, our first album is called Sophomore Effort. <laughs> Thank you so much. Dude. I already love it already. I already love it already. Our second album is better called... than the bear joke. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the second album is called Couple Stuff, and it's just clips of us kind of bickering. Those are all the tracks. Uh, maybe one day we'll actually do this and have so a concert. So, I think we actually will. So there's a lot of like spoken word on this album. It's, yeah. it's, not, it's not just not you, not just singing. You're, you're like oh no, and... we are we're exploring um, sound concepts. Okay, all right, guys, yeah, it's, it's, do yourself a favor and go and listen. To oh, I'm going to tell you right now, none of that's true. So Grace. just don't think that you're going to find none of it. that's true. <laughs> no, these are all just ideas that we have that we say to each other to make each other laugh. Ah. But maybe one day we'll actually do oh it. Oh my god, <laughs> I feel, I feel, I feel misled. I feel <laughs> taken advantage of. Yeah, I am so. Okay. Welcome to this episode. <laughs> Wow. You know what, Grace? I'm going to go and do that. And then I'm going to make all this money and create all this fame. I'm going to be like, well, there was this person I heard it from, but I, I did it. I'm going to sue you for intellectual property rights. <laughs> and I'll leave that to Chris. Um, that being said, please steal yes. it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm serious. But you like, uh, like I was so intrigued by it. And oh, I, I could so see neat. from Dewey's face that he loved it. Too. <laughs> We're going to do it. Sophomore effort. I no, swear. I don't. I don't think you understand. I was going to buy this album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> OK. But but OK. But why don't we get into actual things? There are real things. Because, because, <laughs> I, I, yeah. because you, you know, Dewey. Everything else from, be from so way much back less when, interesting. You know, yeah. from way back when. And, and so we can get into that. But I, oh, I know yeah. you from. All of ten minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. So so hi Grace. Hi. How are you? Please I'm tell all me right. about yourself. Oh okay yeah. That's a really open ended question. Uh, I'm uh, I'm doing great. <laughs> we um, don't want to know how you are now. You don't. Where, where oh. did you come from? How did you get here? Today? Oh okay. that's a good no, question. Just in your life. Like, I came let's, from a rehearsal. Let's, let's um, give a yeah. Oh you came from a rehearsal. Yeah. Oh yeah. What are you rehearsing? I'm rehearsing for a reading I'm doing on Monday of. A version of the Trojan Women, but set to this like choral music in which I'm playing Helen Whoa. of Troy. Of Troy. Oh wow. Okay. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I so it's like three days of rehearsal, and then we do the thing on Monday. Yeah. All right. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Like fun. Is yeah, it? Is it? Thing. Is it like big epic music? Um. Kind of. Yeah. It's like uh. uh a lot of choral stuff. Love that. In like a contemporary classical style. Oh, yeah. Nice. nice. Okay. It's pretty. Nice. Yeah. Lots like when you doing... say contemporary classical I don't style. know what I mean. I'm just putting some it, words it, together. Basically, it's it's like you would turn on NPR and hear that classical stuff, but it was stuff that was written yesterday. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> so it's Yeah. No, there's a lot of like, you know, rubby notes and a lot of atonal uh, like uh, Yeah, not totally atonal, but there's like a feel of uh that yeah yeah that yeah, that, of of that. that vocal fry <laughs> yeah, exactly. but but no i i'm actually noticing that with a lot of uh contemporary uh-huh. composers is that they in in such an effort to make it conversational to make mm-hmm. it now to make you know so it's not so presentational they 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 do these notes 
that I like to call cats on a piano of just kind of like, well, because when we talk, we just kind of like go up here and then we go down there and then we really need to like make a point. So they incorporate all of our speech patterns yes. into a song. Listen to me. I've and just been doing that with myself with the musical that I'm writing. I just had a vocal workshop exactly, this week. And exactly. That's what it, we it, were it's doing. a very <laughs> contemporary thing. And, and, and while I think the finished product sounds good, my goodness, getting there as a singer is it, it can be really tough. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I did some mean things to my singers, but they were game. So that was good. <laughs> I thought you weren't going to put the M in there, and I just thought, well, what does that have to do with it? Oh, but, well. Uh, but, um, so, so, so not only... <laughs> I'm glad Dewey's enjoying this. <laughs> I am. This is great. This is great back and forth. Right. So, so besides just being a performer, you also create your own work. Yes, and, and 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 that's actually something which is a big part of this podcast is to find out how people are making it differently. Totally. Because, because there's not just the one path. Oh, God, no. Yeah. And so how did you discover these other paths? Well, sort of out of uh, necessity, I guess. Um, so let's, I'll tell you a little bit of a story. Let's do that. Let's hear a story. Oh, I don't know I where the, uh, I'm gonna where sit it back. starts. I don't know where it's going, but, um, I moved to New York, <laughs> um, <laughs> to go to college. Um, and that was to NYU to study acting and that was fine. And then I graduated and I was like, how do I get a job? Um, Dewey this and I are hard. still trying to answer that question. Did, yeah. you, did you actually figure that out? Because if, if you could just tell us. Um, I I don't know if this was a thing that I just, it was, this was like a self-fulfilling prophecy or, or what, but I was like, I don't think I'm going to work till I'm 30. And um, that pretty much was true. Um, mm. And I still think that my real career like when i'm 50 guys 60 watch out (laughs) (laughs) like give me those crone rolls i can't wait to grow into my time because i really have been 65 since i was 16 i've always been the mother or like the witch or just some kind of old lady role all freaking ways y'all and that remains true for my broadway debut in which I was playing a woman who was 58. <laughs> but like, <laughs> amazingly, this show was like so weird that, the, the, um, you know, age appropriate casting just wasn't a part that just wasn't on the and, table. And, and what show was this? This was Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yes. Okay, well then see, see, this is, this is the surprise because we have a mutual friend, Nick. Which one? There were three in the cast. Oh, that's right. Nick Felton. <laughs> Nick Felton, yeah. Yes. Yes. Felton, and he's in Carousel now. Ah, see, He's see? understudying see? Billy. Yeah. I can't wait to go see him. Again, my, my theory of anyone who works on a show with me will go on to bigger and better things is still holding true. <laughs> and then you will co-host a show with me in my living room. Right. That, you know, we all have different, you know, some people go up and up and up. Other people like circle back around and go down a different mountain. I feel like you just said this is going down, but that, okay. No, 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 no but a mountain. And by the way, mountain. before we pass on uh, from uh, Natasha and Pierre, uh-huh. I would be remiss. To not point out that uh, my now wife and I, our first date, as she calls it, was to go and see that show. Before it was the, on Broadway, the, the this was right. they, they had the tent right next to the theater that they moved into yeah, to yeah. call it a Broadway show. Amazing. Uh, that was our first date, was to go and wow. see that show. And, and because I knew Grace, I was very excited to go and see the show anyways. Yeah. Uh, and uh, very quickly, uh, Tammy is my wife's name. She 
well, she was playing very hard to get. And <laughs> you she, know, you know, you introduce Tammy every time. You go, Tammy, that's my wife. You, yeah. you introduce her every episode. Well, maybe one day she'll decide that we're good enough for her to be on here. Well, that's true. She could join us. <laughs> yeah. I, I keep forgetting that. She does not appreciate what I do. Um, <laughs> There's but, so much love. But she wouldn't come. She would not commit to coming to the show. And so, like, last minute, I'm, I'm like, struggling to find someone else to go with me because oh, she just won't no. go. And some um, old crone at her work uh, told her, it's asked if, if I had uh, big hands. And she was like, I don't, I don't know. I guess so. And the woman said, then you have to go with him. That, I don't, I, Is that real? I don't even That's know real? what to do with that. I don't That's know real. <laughs> and I don't, I don't, she doesn't know what it means. I don't really know what it means. But this woman well, was. Dewey, I mean, some people know what that means. I don't. <laughs> I'm not aware. Um, hi, mom. But I, I, I swear to God that that is her reason for finally around like six thirty. No. For this eight o'clock curtain oh, around six thirty, because... being like, yeah, no, I'm, I'll go, I'll go. That was her like. Oh well, my God. Well, then, well, then obviously, then based upon this woman's advice, she assumed you have big hands. So and so then she's like, well, I guess I better go. I mean, my hands are okay sized. I I don't know, like they they fit into all of my gloves. That's all you what, need. what more can you ask for my hand yeah. than to fit into a glove? <laughs> Anyways, that uh, you are uh, this show. You're welcome. That you were in brought us together. <laughs> she stuck around uh, through a lot of thick and a lot of thin, very little in the middle. <laughs> And uh, at the end of the day, we, we got married. So, so okay. thank you to Yay. Natasha, Pierre, and the great comedy. So, and, and so, Grace, so you've been with the show from the beginning. You had No, been, in oh. fact, I saw uh, the very beginning was when it was at Ars Nova in like oh, the right. like 90 seat theater. And I um, saw it there. It was just the 10 principles um, on the closing night because I. Um, uh, I have been a casual lover of Russian literature for much of my life. I read War and Peace for fun when I was um, studying abroad for the summer in Amsterdam. And I was like, this will just be my fun summer reading. And it was. Um, and so it's like, there's a weird <laughs> musical at Ars Nova of War and Peace. I have to go see that. Um, and so finally the last night came around. I was like, all right, I got to go. I went an hour early to get in the standby line. The standby line was already like 25 people deep. I was like, this is never happening. I happened to know the first two people in line. They didn't know each other. And they were both like, well, you can be my plus one if we get in. The three of us got in. Nobody else in the line did. Wow. It was um, meant to be. And I had an amazing time at this show. It was my favorite thing. I had seen my friends had uh, I went met up with some people later and they had seen Bring It On and I was like you need to shut up about that show because I'm going to tell you about something. I saw Bring It On. I'm I sure it was it. great, but I was like, shut up. But it <laughs> is what it is. It's it's cheerleaders. So yeah, yeah. This was um. Tolstoy. Pierre is not cheerleading. It's, yeah, no. Um. So I mean, I was just like drunk and laughing and crying, and it just was so many beautiful things. And was that your introduction to Ars Nova? No, I had done some shows with okay. them before. My my introduction was when I did a show at Anfest in 2010. Okay. Um, of my own, and then yeah, so they. That's how I got the audition, really, because they called me in. But the thing is, this was in, um, I saw the show in like October or November of 2012. By December of 2012, I 
that whole year I'd been grappling, I was about to turn 29 in January of 2013, coming up on that 30 marker that I had given myself arbitrarily. Didn't even know what it meant. <laughs> um, but I had been like doing like one cool project a year. Um, there was this composer, Elizabeth Suedos, that I worked with through much of my 20s. She kept me employed doing a lot of weird, wonderful things that took me all over the world. Um, I did some stuff at Williamstown, but it was like one thing a year. I had this band that I was working with sometimes. When I say this band, I mean my band, Grace McLean and them apples. Um, but I wasn't really like trying too hard because I was terrified of d- trying <laughs> to be an actor and a performer. And because I was like, if you really try and don't make it, yeah, then it really it's, hurts. it's devastating. And yeah. I was like, you I know what? That. Maybe I just don't want to actually do this. And I was like, by the end of 2012, by December, I had decided and felt really good about this decision that I was going to leave town and go back to school. And I, in fact, still do want to go back to school. I hadn't quite named it then, but I have named it now. And it's something has something to do with the voice. And I think it's for um, speech and language pathology because I really love the voice and all the things that it can do. I teach voice. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in it. Um, on a psychological, emotional, physical, spiritual level. Yeah. And yeah, I think ultimately some kind of like particular schooling in that way, I would be really, really interested in. But anyway, so I had like made that decision. That felt good. I also had just been dumped that December. So everything just felt like very free. I saw that show. It was beautiful. And then in January, Ars Nova called me or somebody did. I'm like, will you come audition for this? And I said, well, that's, I don't do that anymore. But I loved this show. And I'll go in and like sing a song that I wrote and just be in the room and say, I loved your show so much. And then um, then they get, gave me a part. How Rightfully so. How dare they How do that? How dare they change the you, course of my life? You, know, you, had, you had chosen. You had made your path. <laughs> yeah. And then they come along, cast you in a show. And you're like, no, that's what not what I wanted to do. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So, so then, so obviously that, that came as a shock because you, because you went in just on a whim, not even. I had no, yeah. I didn't even, getting the job was not even a thing I thought would be an option. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't want to say no to them. I did want to go in and say, say hello to my friends in the room. Right. Um, thank you for giving me this opportunity, you know, and then. I kept getting called back and I was like, I'm going to still go in there and do the best that I can do. But I also have no expectation that I'm going to get it because I've already got one foot out the door in my mind, one mind foot. Um, So, yeah, getting the job truly changed my life and the way that I I rediscovered that I really do like performing. And so then I was involved in the show for from 2013 till um, 2017. Wow. And, 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 you know, to, to get to get real for a moment, yeah. that's actually something that I've been going through as well, trying to rediscover that that spark. Like, yeah. why am I here? What am I doing this for? Yeah. And, 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 and so, I, I mean, obviously being cast in a show can help with that. Sure. Yeah. But, but I, I would imagine that it's more than just you then had to bring that foot back that was already headed another direction, yeah. bring it back. And get your mind wrapped around doing a show again yes. that you had, you'd kind of given up on. Yeah. And it also, like, it was a particular show. It wasn't just any show. It yeah. was something that I loved, like, way deep back in myself. Like, back to my teen years, uh, reading 
Russian literature for fun. Like there's just really it's something about the Russians and the way that they write about life and love and tragedy that I really it spoke to me. So being able to be a part of that in that way and also having seen its potential in its initial form as an audience member and knowing how that affected me and everybody in the room like it just I knew there was something very special about it and to get to continue to make that thing happen with a group of people who I had gotten to see them shine and I was just like so starstruck by everybody else in the room because they I just thought were freaking brilliant and they are um it was like doing that show was like being in grad school for me because I didn't have a grad school experience but um that's what it was because it was so long and because I feel like I grew a lot as a performer from when I started that show to where it ended. And I'm really grateful for that. Um, that's, let me say, for now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's, that's a lot to say. Because did you find that it, it helped you grow in ways that, oh, these are what I've been wanting to work on. These are things. Or did you grow in ways I'm like, oh, I didn't know I could do that? Um, definitely some, oh, I didn't know I could do that. Um, and also, I mean, around a lot of things, around endurance. Yeah. Like, do that show is freaking hard mm. on so many levels, like vocally, physically, emotionally. And it became a huge lesson in like how I, I kind of loved the shows where I was tired and I had the I don't want us because that gave me like a real opportunity to be like, well, how can you push past that and go even further? And so it was like this, um, this like deepening every, there was an always an opportunity to deepen the moment and the performance um no matter what was going on like it was just like being at the freaking gym every day and so now it's weird to not have that gym anymore i'm gonna tell you right now (laughs) you know i i so i met grace now many years ago and the thing that she's talking about with this like needing to wait until you're 30 and I think we actually had a conversation about this a number of years ago about you're wanting to sort of like you're done with the acting side of things. Yeah. And all I thought was, well, this is a problem for mm. me <laughs> because, again, I, I, I really do recommend that you go out and listen to some of uh, Grace's music out there because she she's doing some things with her band and on her own that are very creative and and very well thought out and they're storytelling songs um mm. so they're they're fun to listen to but she has this uh, uh this ability to uh, draw the crowd uh, with what it is that she's doing performance wise on stage that not everybody has not not everybody in this industry has and she's very talented um and and very smart with the things that she's creating but there's a lot of very talented and very smart people out there that will never make it. You, on the other hand, like when I saw what you could do with a crowd, because mm-hmm. there was a show, that, a key one for me was there was a show I went to at Ars Nova that you were doing. Oh, um, yeah. Where you were performing your, your music, but then you like would write, you wrote a song about me, I believe. Oh, it was Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? I got pulled up on stage. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't know this. She yeah. wrote a song about me oh on, on a stage. And I remember looking out at the audience just 
and you were not only blowing their minds because of this very like smart and talented thing that you're able to do in this creation, but like this room was hook, line, and sinker. Like everyone there would have given over their rent uh, for <laughs> this this thing that you were bringing out in them. And really, the idea that you would give that up uh, before the world got a chance to see that in some way, shape, or form is one of those things that I thought, like, I, I understand it. I mean, I, people, like, <laughs> you can only survive so much yeah. of, of all that this business is. Yeah. But then I thought, well, then what am I doing? Like, why, why would I push forward with this? So then the moment that you booked this show, because... By the time you booked it, it was already like a phenomenon too, right? Like people already loved this thing. Yeah, well, because of the, sh- the run at Ars Nova. That's right. It, and it wasn't the worldwide thing yet, but uh, it, it was like... It was like, like sensation. Yeah, it really was. And so it was a big deal and it had a, a pretty big off-Broadway run is that Because it went kept to. extending, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah, we just kind of... We had kind of an open-ended thing it ran for about a year off broadway right yeah yeah which i i, I think exceeded even their own expectations of, of what what they thought it might be i guess so. you know of, because yeah, yeah because i was in i was doing the evita tour as oh, as nick was oh yeah and so that's how i got okay. to know nick and cool. so he was you know doing that at night and rehearsing with us by day so he was yeah. doing he was doing double duty with that yeah, for Belton. for the tail end of it but but, but do do yourself a favor yeah. listener and go listen to, uh, go to her website, go and listen to some of the work that she has out there and un- understand that like, yes, she learned and she grew while doing the show uh, over the past few years. But a lot of the work that's out there now, like that comes from the past decade-ish. Oh, of course, Like yeah. this stuff all existed. Like th- she was creating this stuff at this level and it just was... It really was a matter of luck. It really oh, yeah. was a matter of, and it re- it wasn't a matter of ethic, work ethic. It was just a matter of luck. Like the right yeah. person at the right time had not heard or been confronted with what you what you're doing. But, but I but, think but, it but is. But don't they say that about luck? That it's 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 when preparation meets opportunity. Absolutely, yeah. because yeah. I mean, even though. I, I, I'm also am curious about what your measure of making it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, we talk about this too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 go for it. I don't know. I, that's just my question. We don't have one. I there mean, is no. There's no end. <laughs> there is no end. There is no and end. And that's the thing. Like I, um, would have been happy if I didn't get this audition and I went and did another thing. Like I think that that's true. But I, I will say I am happy now as well because yeah. I have made this. But also like if I never do another show at that level of like the thing about Broadway is it's like there's just a lot of people looking at you it doesn't necessarily mean that the work is different yeah it's just that now people think that it's different because it's there are more seats in the house it's so (laughs) freaking weird well for those of us who have not attained such a a it's not any different no and 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 I've heard that from other people, but I guess until you've you've crossed over, yes. until you've gone through that door, yeah. you're and you know for those of us who are just knocking on it, we we we, we want to get in, yeah. even, even though we know we're probably going to open the door and the ground and the walls and the it's all going to look the same as the room we're currently in. But but, but as you say, there's just more people. There's there, it's it's and and the thing I, is. Yeah. People who are outside, they they think that what's going on in there is like, oh, well, if you've done that, then you must be. 
Yeah. I know it's a weird thing. Yeah. It's like a weird little calling card that you yeah, get now. Exactly. And it's like, that's a nice, ca- I'll take that calling card. And you know what I'm going to use it for? Get me a teaching job somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a master's degree, but I have a Broadway credit. I can teach something about like vocal performance and I would love to. Right. You know? Um, so that sounds great to me. Um, yes. Here Look, I, I, I personally, I don't mind not getting on Broadway. That's, that was never a goal that I had to achieve personally. For me, the only thing that I've ever really wanted was to pay my rent uh, and perform. Like, that's it. Yeah. I don't, I don't need more than that. Yeah. And if I'm thinking about like this making it right, like the getting to the mountaintop for me, living in New York City. Like making it to New York, to New York City and paying rent on time, that was the mountaintop. That I didn't is. know I could do that. Yeah. Uh, then I did that. Then getting into a show in New York City, yeah. a non-paying one, that was a mountaintop. <laughs> I'm oh, from the woods so many, in southern Missouri. So I I don't I don't know this place. Like, you know, I, I that's what I mean. They they they're every time you get there, the grass is greener someplace yeah, else. That's true. And there's only forward. There's not up or yeah. down. There's just forward. Mm. And there's, there's better paying stuff. And I want sure. all of the better paying things. <laughs> yes. But ultimately, like, I, I have this monster who's going to get upset if he doesn't get fed. Absolutely. And he's going to let me know about it. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I like, for me to find, uh, to find a project that I'm passionate about, yeah. that, by the way, the the music if if no one knows great comment uh, if anyone listening doesn't know great comment do yourself another favor put it in your spotify playlist or yeah. something and listen to this music because it's a rock show and it's mm. and it is like a crazy good rock show yeah and it needs voices that are unique very and true by yeah. god what they found in that show not only with your own voice but oh, the yeah. other performers in the show totally like you you kn- you may know of the show because of Josh Groban being a part of the show. Uh, right, Josh Groban. <laughs> <laughs> but I think right. a lot of I think a lot of people know the show because of him. Sure. But you know Josh Groban's voice. That it, it's almost a, a disservice to how crazy big and encompassing Great Comet is mm. vocally. Yeah. Uh, to think of it as that one thing. Because it is also that thing. Josh Groban singing those songs. Yeah, but, but he's also doing... He doesn't sound like Josh Groban. Like, he, it, he like, gruffed himself up. Yeah. He did great work. He I, did. I loved working with him. Yeah. But anyways, uh, it's, it, it is to find a, a piece of work that is not only artistically fulfilling, but also sort of fulfilling of what your thing is, what mm. your instrument is. Yeah, like what your... The, the cast was full of just weirdos. Like there was nothing when I say glossy, I mean like, yeah, we were just like some rough downtown weirdos that got very glossy by the time it was put up in front of a crowd. Yes, of course. Yes. But it also was still trying to maintain that rough downtownness, even in front of an uptown crowd. Yeah. Like that was a major goal of it. Like, um, yes, there was choreography that we're all doing, but it was catered towards um, leaning into everybody's individuality, yeah. which doesn't really happen a lot at that level. Or any that, level, detail, really. Yeah. Like that, I mean, that, it, it was a lot of effort to make that thing look and sound like it did. Yeah. And it was clear. And, and, and what it allowed was each individual to shine 
with who they are. Yes. Not just them. Again, you can be talented. You can be a mimic. You can you can fit into a lot of things. But this thing like wanted wanted to fit on you. Like it was mm. like a, it's like a glove that fit a hand hey, look just at that. right. Oh, any yeah. size. <laughs> I mean, not any size. It's a specific size that I would like to not reveal here. Um, but I only buy that size. That's why they all fit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but 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 it's 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 interesting that that you talk about that because for for me, it, I I'm very honest with the fact that Broadway is the reason I moved here, and it's been the goal since sure. I moved here. And but 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 along the way, I have gotten to do projects and shows that that were that were never going to go to Broadway that would you know be regionally or off Broadway but 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 you find those shows those roles where it's like okay I don't care that I'm being paid x amount I want to do this cuz this just this you know yes. I can embody this and mm-hmm. I enjoy this and I can sink my teeth into this and so yes there are those there are those moments where the art, artistic side of us can take over and the financial burdens are, aren't, aren't quite so yeah, Yes, yeah, well, I mean, like, why else do it? If you're just doing it for the money, you're doing it for the wrong Ooh, reason because yeah, yeah. you're not going to make it. Not going to make that. But yeah, you gotta, you have to listen to that monster, whatever that monster is. Yeah. You have to let it out. And for me, it's, um, it's performing, yes, but it's also like, it's writing. It's making my own weird stuff. And it's like, God, it's so selfish. I'm like, what is in my mind that I have to say that I'm going to make other people listen to, but I have to do it. You don't have to listen, but I have to like write it down and make it into a thing. And then that satiates the monster a little bit. Yeah. I wouldn't know anything about putting something together that I force other people to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, I would never do such a thing. That, that, that would be a very real selfish dick move. <laughs> Um. so yeah oh my goodness uh well uh so 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 what is we've talked about what's been happening Uh what is what is coming up in grace world yes well i'm writing a musical and i'm really excited about where it is right now i think this is the year of hildegard so i'm writing this musical about 12th century mystic hildegard von bingen she it literally if That's you look just up, a fun name to say. It really is. Say it again. Hildegard von Bingen. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, she is a really fantastic, um, powerful historical figure. She was kicking around in the 12th century. I don't know if I said that. Um, she, if you look up polymath on Wikipedia, there's a picture of Hildegard. She was a scientist, an artist. She had crazy visions. She talked to popes and kings. Um, she wrote a bunch of books, crazy art. Um, the first um, mystery play, a hundred years before anybody else was writing plays in the church, like intensely feminine in content, intensely individual. I studied medieval art in college, so I first came to know her through these weird um, drawings of her apocalyptic visions. And I was like, how is this woman getting away with making this work in the church that is, it's cloaked in uh, church dogma, but it's like, very much her own thing. Like, I don't see any stories of, um, you know, Jesus or Noah or, or whoever. Like, there are no, she's not really depicting biblical things. She's depicting stuff that she sees and feels. Okay. 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 So I'm already interested in her. Um, but I'm writing about that. She, uh, she lived to be in her 80s, crazy again for the 12th century. All of this started for her when she was in her 40s. Um, she started writing things down and she got the approval of the Pope and, um, 
you know, because otherwise she probably would have been silenced. Mm. She didn't have that papal seal of approval. Um, but she got away with being like, um, I am a woman. These are things she's saying. I'm a woman, so I'm disgusting and I'm dirt and nobody cares about me and you shouldn't care about me because I'm disgusting. But we know that God uses like the lowest and the grossest of his creations as his mouthpiece. So here's what God has to say, Holy Roman Emperor Frederick Barbarossa II. You're doing everything wrong and uh, things are going to go to shit for you. I didn't say it. God said it. So she just was really amazing at getting manipulating some uh, some things that she had to get out her little monster <laughs> so so this is a, a musical that you're writing about her yes and, and, and what part because she sounds like a, yes. a, a an enigmatic just very various levels and, and yes. things that happen in her life are you focusing on one particular thing i am yes. good question um i'm focusing on her early life she was given to the church as a tithe by her family when she was eight you're supposed to give 10 percent of your earnings to the church right she was you their can just tenth... give human beings yes she was their 10th to... child <laughs> Wow. wow. So take our kid. She's eight years old. There's a tenth this of... is young. Wow. Um, and not and, and only the was church she... church took her. Oh, they That's took like, her gladly. Absolutely. Yeah, and her dowry. You know, she comes with money. Oh, well then, then of course. Yes, we'll take that money. Um, so because weird. she's not marrying a man who would get the dowry. She's marrying Christ. You see? Yes. Right. So okay. um, she's eight. Um, not only is she, you know, given away from her family, she is uh, given... As a handmaid to this woman, Jutta von Spanheim, who is an anchoress. It's great. All these names. Very I love it. German. Um, and Jutta was an anchoress, which means she is too holy for the world. She can't handle it. The world can't handle her. Don't worry about it. I'm going to, this is Jutta speaking now. Jutta says, I want my last rites, which is what you get when you die. Give me my last rites. Lock me in my tomb. Throw away the key. I'm going to dig my grave every day. And that's how I'm going to live out the rest of my life. So Hildegard is given to be like a handmaid to this woman. They're locked in a cell together for 25 years. Yuta dies. Hildegard comes out and she says, can I live an amazing life now? And then she does. So I'm writing about Hildegard and Yuta locked in a cell together for 20 years. Oh, and, and so you're just focusing on that? Yes. So is it just a two-person? Yes, although Hildegard is played by three people simultaneously because she is fractured. And by the end, she becomes whole. Wow. I'm trying to write like the wow. origin story of this yeah, amazing yeah, yeah. woman. So it's got a lot okay. of weird fairy tale logic. Light yeah. is a character. Yeah. Hildegard might be a puppet, you know, like a fret. So it's this, uh, it's pretty weirdo, but I'm super excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I, I wish you much success as you delve into that and, and really figure out. Uh, the different facets and sides oh, of her. Yeah, yeah she sounds yes, fascinating. Indeed. Wow. She cool. Hildegard von Brun. Bingen. 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 I know. Yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> Grace, uh, how do people find you again? www.gracemclean.com. G R A C E M C L E A N. Yeah. Dot com. Thank you. Oh my gosh, so much this has for been being this here. has been a joy. Oh, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for thanks um, for sharing hanging with us. out and talking with me and let me eat your snacks because they're really good. Oh oh, 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 oh yeah. T today's snacks were brought to you by marshmallow, raisinets, and what's the what's the a a candy ginger brought by a, a friend of uh, my wife Tammy. <laughs> who's who's Tammy? Yeah, it's okay. uh, I married a woman. Is it, her name is Tammy? <laughs> 
Um, and it's a friend of hers made them. So made fried ginger. Yeah. It's wow. super duper good. Good. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. Was there a thing that you wanted to say earlier? Oh, oh, or did we get to that? Oh, 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 that's right. Before before we go, Dewey had one thing to say because we were talking. Oh, and I have another joke that's worth. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, while she says the joke, Dewey is going to think of that one thing he wanted to say. All right, oh. all right, Grace, go with your with your final joke. Okay, so thank you so much. This is my second and <laughs> final joke. Okay. Um. Uh. So how does it start? <laughs> this is not the joke. There, uh, so I'm I'm here to talk to you about um, monks, and what monks spend a lot of their time doing is copying manuscripts. You know, there's some gardening and all that, but the a lot of copying of manuscripts. And there's a new there's a novice monk who comes to join this monastery, and one guy's showing him around. There's the library where we copy the manuscripts, and he's hanging out in there, and he's like, oh, so. Where you you copy from the original? Do you share that? No, no, no. We just we just make copies of copies. And this novice monk is like, that seems so silly. You've been doing this for so long. What if you made a mistake? And the abbot's like, yeah, we've been doing this for so long. I think we would know. There's no way we're monks. This is what we do. The novice won't let it go. So the abbot's like, okay, fine. I'm gonna go down to the basement where we keep the original copies. <laughs> and he goes away. They go about their day. And he's gone for hours and no one knows where he is. Like, did something happen? So finally, everybody gets together. They go down to the basement with the originals. And the abbot's in the middle of these books and he's crying. And they, the novice says, what's wrong? The abbot says, the word is celebrate. <laughs> thank you so much that's my Ba-dum-bum. other joke love it, love uh, it. I, I honestly think that that's where we should end the show <laughs> um, I think and, that's a good thing and we'll save we'll save that uh, that other story for uh, the next time um, that we speak with Grace <laughs> yeah Grace part yeah. two yeah thank you guys uh, so much for joining us uh, once again and if you made it this far wh- why <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but they, 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 what they are just you keep still hanging doing on. They, they keep waiting for that nugget, and I think they may have found it. <laughs> and that nugget is just celebrate. Just celebrate. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. See you next time. The Why I'll Never Make It podcast is hosted by Dewey Cadell and Patrick Oliver Jones and produced by Dylan Adams. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, where you can leave us amazing reviews, of course. You can also connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Why I'll Never Make It or via email at whyillnevermakeit at gmail.com. Lastly, we now have a website, whyillnevermakeit.com. You know, Dewey, that certainly sounds like we're making it. I'm not making it. I'll never make it. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org because only together we rise. 